to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello and welcome to A Pass the Popcorn. A Pass the Popcorn. You can do it, Donald. Pass the popcorn, motherfucker. Yeah! (laughs) That's our black listener. <laughs> we are joined with Don- uh, with Donald Wicks. Say hello, Donald. We are being joined. We Donald Wicks is joining us. That's if- how you say <laughs> to, it. To, to just to make a sentence that's that makes sense. <laughs> hello, Donald. Hey guys, I'm uh, ready to have some delicious popcorn with you and talk movies. Yay, movies! I will hand feed you, and Tim will squirt the butter right in your mouth. <laughs> Give me a minute, and then I'll cut the hole in the bottom of the bucket. Is you it know a, what I'm talking about? Is it a tiny hole, or is it really a big, thick hole? He has to get the large bucket, and then <laughs> yeah. it just kind of. It's just has to cut the whole bottom out. It's like an elephant. <laughs> the whole entire bottom's missing. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> when he puts it when he puts it on, all the popcorn just pops out. You just see this like huge forty eight inch circumference uncircumcised penis popping out the top of a seventy eight ounce tub. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's a special reason why Don's on this episode. We we saw I saw a few movies. He's dying, and it's a Make a Wish Foundation, <laughs> and this is that's the special reason. And he he loved he wanted to talk about the movie Wonder with us. He did because he can relate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wonder. Um. Yeah, we're going to talk about Wonder, Disaster Artist, and shit that Tim's seen. But Donna Wicks. Went to the premiere of a little sci-fi movie called The Last Jedi in L.A. So we went. I love Los LA. Angeles to you, uneducated types. Yes. <laughs> was so it I, actually in Los Angeles proper, or is it, it was. In one of those other surrounding towns that everybody like Los Alamitos? Or <laughs> it was it was downtown L.A. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, save it for the end because I'm I'm dying to hear it. Fuck all the pop, all the movie shit here. I want to. I want to hear his experience. I want to hear his adventure. How, how far away from the Staples Center was this theater? I don't know. That's a good question. Well, Google That's, it. that's the it. only reference I have for downtown LA <laughs> is where the Staples Center is and where the Disney the Disney uh, Symphony Center. And then when you look down the hill, you can see Dodger Stadium. That's that's uh, that's the only thing I know about down because that was that was pretty close to where we went for Celebration Four. I want to know how far it is from the Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's how I know L.A., by the Fox Studios building. <laughs> yep. All right, Tim, what are we going to talk about? So uh, we are going to talk in great detail about Wonder, which Donald has not seen. Um, but good, I, I think he'll be okay with us talking about that. Okay. Um, we're also going to talk about the disaster artist. Yes. And we are going to be talking in great, great detail with huge spoilers huge. for Star Wars The Last Jedi. So if you have not seen Star Wars The Last Jedi and your name is Dave Fox, you <laughs> can keep Star Wars The Last and uh, you don't want to be spoiled. Don't listen to this episode. No. Big spoilers. Everything that happened we're going to yeah. talk about. Every little thing. We're going to be talking about Porgs. Their penises. I thought you said porn. <laughs> <laughs> Porns. 
we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff. Uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Well, actually, that's probably going to be most of the episode. Yeah, this is going to be. Yeah, we're going to talk quick about Wonder and Disaster Artist. And then I saw, Then I saw uh, a, a bunch shitload. of bunch of movies that I'll probably just give real quick one or two sentence reviews for, and that's just getting started. Ferdinand, my friend Dahmer, the man who invented Christmas. Roman J. Israel, and uh, a movie that's on Hulu, Too Funny to Fail. And Regal is also showing like classic Christmas movies. So I, I'll just, we'll talk about Christmas Story and Christmas Vacation. Oh my briefly. god, this is going to be a six-hour episode. Yep. Jesus. Alright, well, so. I'm not going to play with the Wonder trailer, Tim, alright? Because you saw it a couple, like a month ago, I think. Yeah, we uh, on the last episode, we... Uh, we talked about it real briefly because Chris had seen it. Donald, do you know what what the, this is about? Wonder? I've never heard of it. No, no. It's it's Owen Wilson, Julie Roberts, and it's a little boy who's like deformed and one night. Oh yeah. Um, to know. It's, it's the little it's the little boy who was in the movie Room that came out a few yes. years ago. Donald, and, uh, you have so he, to this, go. This is his this is his big movie. Take your uh, wife. Picture. She'll love it. She'll love you for taking her. It is an emotional roller coaster. It's so sweet. It's so good. I love and it. And there's a lot of Star Wars references. Oh, my shit. Yes, there is. Yes. <laughs> oh, my shit. <laughs> oh, my shit. In my pants. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's it's sweet, Donald. You would like it. Trust me. It's a good movie. It's it's oh, yeah. It pulls on your heartstrings and, and your balls. <laughs> so, like, the basic plot is this, this little boy was born and he had some uh, major uh, birth defects and facial deformities when he was born. And he had been homeschooled and pretty much didn't have a whole lot of interaction with other kids. And he, they got to a point, I forget what grade he's in, what fifth grade, fourth grade. Yeah. Around there. Yeah. And they decide to send him to school so that he can finally interact with other people and, learn how to be a, a a member of society and it basically goes through his trials and tribulations it nothing nothing really original in this it's 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 all the stuff that you kind of expect would happen in a movie like this so there's nothing you you there's nothing in the movie that you're like that really like jumps out as being this is super original um and uh but it's uh it's it's it, it really is a, a really great movie it's it's so I'm telling you, the first time I cried there's a scene there's a it's, it's you cry a lot but the first time I remember crying was when he's telling he's talking to his parents saying well what if Chewbacca came to school everyone would be looking at him and be staring at him because he doesn't look right and it showed you this Chewbacca outside of the school looking all sad yeah. I had two tears coming down both cheeks <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. after it's after that I was like oh this movie's good. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of Star Wars references. Like you see the Emperor rolling in the film, and um, you know they talk about Boba Fett and all that that sort of stuff. And uh, but it's yeah, and everybody. I mean, Owen Wilson is great. In it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, the the daughter's great. The daughter's uh, great. Everyone's great. The daughter's friends great. Yeah. It's it's Tim. How many popcorns? Let's get through one. Right? Gonna... Yeah. And again, this is a movie that I think we saw like three, feels like three or four weeks ago. So I, I, the, some of the details are hazy. Uh, but I, I, this one, I would say, I would give it about three and three quarter popcorns. I was giving it four, Tim. Hey, 
Kelly loved it. She this is her as soon as it said <clears throat> I told you, as soon as it said starring Owen Wilson, she started, she cried from beginning to fucking end. The whole movie where she couldn't breathe, she was embarrassed, she'd like snort and sniffle. Does cr- does he just make her cry? Like when you watch when you watch that, uh, that dog movie uh, with the night at the museum. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's like, he's so tiny. Wedding <laughs> Crasher, she's bowling. No, it's <laughs> Shanghai Noon. Shanghai, yeah. Yeah. The, Shanghai Noon and Shanghai, Shanghai Nights, too. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. Next movie, which let's quick talk about The Room. Donald, I know you're a fan, right? What are you talking about? You're so crazy. Crazy. How many times have you seen The Room? Seriously. I, I can't tell you. It's confidential. Um... <laughs> About four or five times, I think. Oh, um, I actually, I I learned about it thanks to Neozaz. Um, you guys, well, Dave and Matt and Christy had a, a special on um, talking about the room, and I listened to it, and I was like, oh my god, this is the stupidest thing ever. And then one day, I decided to uh, to buy the the DVD. I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. Right. And I watched it, and I fell in love. And it's just, mm. it's. It's just so hilarious. It's it's so unintentionally hilarious. Maybe I was late to the game, but when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, how can people watch this more than once? This is just horrendous." But it, I get it. I do get it. It it sort of has gotten kind of a Rocky Horror Picture so sort yes. of cult. It's it's the sort of thing that you couldn't that if they if they honestly were trying to make a cult movie, like a lot of places now are trying actively to make cult movies like Sharknado and, and that yeah. snakes on a plane is a perfect example of a movie that they were attempting to make into a midnight movie, you know, and you fail miserably. You can't, you can't create that. It's, it's lightning in a bottle. Yeah. I had first seen it completely by accident. Um, it years ago, they were showing it on cartoon network uh, on Adult Swim, it was around midnight, and it was it was April first, and this may have been the first time it had ever been aired on television. Although it was censored because there are nudity, there is nudity, and and it was and a, like it was that. a porn. The first half an hour is porn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, and I remember I remember watching. I'm like, I think, what the hell is this? And I I couldn't turn away. I mean, I watched the whole thing. I was I was literally flipping through the stations and like stopped there and was like, "What is this?" And I couldn't look away. And and then it was like a year later that I started to learn about this movie. I'm like, "What?" And, and so I I I won't say I, I I was first to the you know first to the table on this one, but I think I, I think I was a little earlier than most. And then people out I was to say outside of the LA area where it would show frequently in theaters there. Uh, um, but yeah, th- and this is going back probably nine, eight or nine years ago, at least. Well, I only wanted to see it because of this movie we're going to talk about the disaster artist with Franco yeah. and all of his buddies and chums. Chums and buddies. Here's the trailer. The trailer. It's here. <laughs> Sponsored by Los Angeles. Everybody wants to be star. You have to be the best and never give up. When I get up on stage in front of people, all I can think about is what if they laugh at me? You, man, you're fearless. I want to feel that too. I don't care. I'll do it. You know me, we both have this dream. Yeah, I guess we do. 
And we'll be famous. We'll show them. Watch out, here we come. To be or not to be. It's not gonna happen for you. Not in a million years. But after that, it's town, Greg. They don't want me. Wish we could just make our own movie. That great idea. So there's this guy, Johnny, a true American hero, to be played by me. He has it all. Good luck, many friends. And also, maybe Johnny is vampire. We'll see. This set of the alleyway looks exactly like the real alleyway. That's right. Well, why don't we just shoot in the real alleyway? Because it's a real Hollywood movie. No? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, action! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. What the fuck doesn't work if you're looking at the camera? And then this beautiful girl. Anything for my princess. She betrayed him. And then this guy, Johnny. He go crazy. Nobody respect my vision. You are a villain. I do this whole movie for you, Greg. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. Why you cut, Sandy? This is great. This is real acting. If you're gonna ride around with the dress, maybe do it before you shoot yourself in the head and blow your brains out. I disagree. You're really gonna make this thing? We are going to go. Together. Tommy, this is not necessary. No, very necessary. I need to show my ass to sell this movie. I think you're aiming a little bit. I am what I am. Just do the scene. Why is he having sex with her belly button? He knows where her vagina is, right? Hi, doggy. <laughs> Donald, you I, go uh, first. Yeah. What can I say? I mean, uh, it's such a masterpiece. No, it's, it's it was great. I really did enjoy this. Um, I was uh, a little concerned because the room is so weird, and the book is just... Um, I don't know if either of you have read the book or not. But, Never. Uh, I can't read. It's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie and I don't like James Franco. I don't think he's that good of an actor, but in this he is just phenomenal. He shined in this one, man. He, he fucking he shined. He's so good. He needs to be um Oscar nominated for this. I'm just saying. Well, he's up for Golden Globe, right? For this? I think he is. I don't uh, know. I, prob- no idea. <laughs> I never pay attention to that stuff. How about but, you? Yeah, Tim? No, great. It was a great movie. How about you, Tim? Yeah, this was a movie. I mean, I knew I, I went into it. I kind of, I kind of knew the story just from reading articles. I sort of knew the ins and outs of of how it sort of went or went out. So it didn't really. Again, there wasn't anything really that surprising in this movie, but it was just it was just so well put together, and there's a certain level of like honesty and earnestness with uh, with the, the the Tommy Wiseau character that you just you're kind of. You feel bad for him at the same time. You feel like, oh man, come on, man. You you just you just you want to sort of shake him to 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 get him to understand reality. But you know, if he if he did understand reality, we would never have the room, yeah. and this movie would never be made, and James Franco would not be nominated for a Golden Globe or something like that if that's happened. <laughs> I'm glad I've seen it because I'm glad I saw the room first. Even though I heard you, you really don't have to, but I'm glad I did just so I can like compare and see what's going on. And this and this movie was phenomenal. It was I had so much fun. Kelly came along too. She watched it. She loved it. Yeah, it, he was spot on. Like everything was just so. It was so the, his his real life. Like how old is he? Where's he from? How how much money does he have? He's fucking just a bizarre guy. But 
I had so much fun watching this this movie. I think I think they found out that he is six. Well, now he is sixty two years old. Wow! So and this this took place started twenty years ago. So he was in his early forties when this movie the story started. And you've seen like interviews with him. He's hitting the the talk show circuit. And you can tell he's had work done. Yeah, yeah. he did. It doesn't look right like he did back then. Yeah, he looks different yeah. now. Well, I mean, he's he. He's made a lot of. I mean, I don't know where he made his money for before that. That's yeah. that's still a mystery. Yeah. But he has made a lot of money off of the room, and and I'm sure off of this movie, he's probably made quite a bit of money too. So he's he's probably never going to have to work a regular job for the rest of his life if he if he is able to maintain his finances. Well, what but was he, he doing uh, for all these years from 2003 or whatever that came out until now? You know, who knows. Well, oh, oh, know, oh, from when it, from when it came out? Yeah, yeah. Like, what was he doing for all these years before James Franco bought the book and shit? You know. Well, they they uh, he he would make appearances. He directed a documentary. I saw. Um, he he would make he would make appearances in, t- in TV shows and movies here and there. So he'd make a little money here and there. And also, the room he's 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 maintained distribution, right? So he would print it up on DVD and sell it on Amazon, and people were buying it up and. He was he was the only source in town for that. Uh, if you wanted to actual have an actual copy of it, hmm. he also does uh, chores. Like every once in a while, um, he'll go to a, like a movie theater or whatever, and they have a they show the movie, and then he does like a Q and A afterwards. As, and, you know, he does autographs and takes pictures with people. That's pretty um, cool. He, yeah, he also um, him and um, um, Greg. Um, I can't think of his name. Sestero, uh, I think. Greg Sesteros, yeah. They have a new movie coming out together called Best Friends uh, that, that they put together. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. But also, um, and I'm not sure when this episode is going to air, but if anybody is interested in seeing The Room live, they just, um, all over the country on January the 10th, I believe, it's a Wednesday, um, they're going to have The Room playing in select theaters. Like a Fathom Events kind of thing. Yeah, it's a Fathom Event exactly. Okay. So, and I know that's going to be in my my local theater. So I'm like, my wife is not going to go. Obviously, she <laughs> hates <laughs> she hates Tommy Wiseau. She hates my stupid impression. Um, but uh, I'm I'm definitely <laughs> hi doggy. Um, but I, I'm definitely planning on on seeing it live. I I own it, but I really want to see this like on the big screen. He'll yeah. he'll probably be somewhere. He'll probably make an appearance. You know. He'll probably be if if it's if it's a live thing, yeah. The, the I mean, I, I haven't I haven't heard of this, but it may, it may be a thing where they have like a Q and A before or after the movie, so it might be one of those things. I remember going to see uh, uh, some oh, I forget what movie it was where they they played it and then immediately afterwards, I think it was a, I think it was a Kevin Smith movie uh, where it, they 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 yeah, showed the movie something? and then immediately after it they did a. Uh, they did a a, a Q and A uh, that that you could watch live at the theater. I forget what Kevin Smith movie it was. Probably Yoga Hoodies or Tusk, maybe one of those two. One of those, yeah, one of those, uh, yeah, they or or Red State. I can't remember, um, but yeah, so it, it might be one of those where, like, after the movie, there's there's things going on. Well, right, Donald, you go. How many popcorns for the Disaster Artist? Um, you know, being that I've seen the room, I've I've read the book, and I know. You know the, a lot of the ins and outs of this. Um, I would give it a four and a half. No, is it? It's it's at a four, isn't it? 
out of five. Out of five. It's out of five. Okay, yeah. You're so good. Four and a half. Okay. Four and a half, buttery, delicious. Mm. <laughs> popcorn, uh, just delicious popcorns. Yeah, mm, hot I, and I fresh. Really enjoyed it. Um, the uh, the end of it where they did the the side by side comparison where they recreated yeah. that that to me was the best thing about that whole mm-hmm. movie. It was so funny how much how much effort they took to to doing a perfect copy of those scenes. So for that, yeah, four and a half for me. Very nice, Timmy. Um, I don't feel like this is a movie I. F- really need to see again i think the one time is enough uh it it is it is a it was a a fine movie so i'm just gonna say three and three and a quarter three and a half um yeah three and a half just just because i never it's it is it is it's you definitely want to see it but it's 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 a movie that you you don't need to go back and see uh a second time if it's you know unless you're so inclined. I would love to see this though, like the um, Blu-ray when it comes out. All the the bonus behind the scenes of Franco and him staying in character and all that kind of shit. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. I I'm with Timmy a little bit, but I'm giving it three and three quarter, not a four, just three and three quarter because I had fun because I knew what was going on kind of because I saw the room. I could put it all. And together. for those for those who are interested, you can watch the room in its entirety uncensored on YouTube. Um, boobs and all boobs and all yeah and that that girl whoever the whatever mm-hmm. the actress's name she has got some fantastic boobs yes she does they don't even there's move. yeah i mean i, I wish i kind of wish ari grainer showed him she was the actress who played her but uh i was I, bummed but, out there was no nudity in it except for franco's ass and his his force sock <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, yeah there was a nudity. yeah I, I was i was hoping i was hoping for that I was, I was thinking, ooh, if, if Ari Grainer is playing Lisa, we might get to see. Nope. All right, well, we're gonna save Star Wars to the end, Tim. All right. All right. So, what do you want? You want to say what you saw, and then I see what I saw, which I didn't see anything else. <laughs> um. Yeah, I saw. Well, I, I I saw just getting started. <laughs> yeah. The movie with. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Say it, Tim. Uh, say it. Go ahead. Say it. <laughs> Uh, Morgan Freeman's hand and uh, rubber hand. His, 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 yeah, it was his dead bizarre. hand. Uh, yeah, it was Morgan, Morgan Freeman and um, uh, oh shoot, what is his name? Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. It was the two of them, and they they Morgan Freeman is is at a uh, uh, retirement community in Palm Springs, and Tommy Lee Jones moves in and. Uh, Morgan Freeman has some mob ties, and he's he's just trying to escape that. It's it is a by the numbers, boring, uh, unfunny movie made for old people. That has to be really. already gone from the. It has to be gone. Star Wars came out, and that has yeah, to be gone. They, they should have taken that if it's if it isn't out of theaters. It should have been taken out of theaters to make room for Star Wars. Yeah, it. It was just terrible, uh, but but again, this uh, it wasn't it wasn't directed towards me. So it uh, if so in that in that regards, this they didn't expect me to go see this movie. It's it's only made for people who have fake rubbery hands. <laughs> <laughs> it it, it re- there there really should be a drinking game with this. Anytime you see, um, anytime you see Morgan Freeman's Morgan Freeman, I guess when he was making Dark Knight. 
I think it was one of the. He got into ones. a car accident and something happened and it like nerve damage. I, I think he has no nerve nerves. damage and it yeah. basically took away the use of his one hand. So now, if you notice when you when you see him, his his hand is usually like out of frame or in his pocket, behind his back, yeah. or in his pocket. Yeah, when you see him make movies now, but this one they didn't care. <laughs> I mean, it was it was it was flopping all left and right, up and down. And it flops. And you see it like like blah, 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 blah. It, like wiggles. It jiggles. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think he put something over it. There's there there may be something over top of the hand because it 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 also it does it looks rubbery. It looks fake. Uh, but yeah, every, there should be a drinking game. Every time you see his rubbery hand, you you have to take a shot. <laughs> And there's a scene in this movie, and I was where where I guess he and Tommy Lee Jones were going to go golfing, and I was like, "How the hell are they going to do this?" <laughs> Did he? Did he? No. Uh, yeah, something something happened, and uh, and they they didn't. You you never actually got to see Morgan Freeman swing a golf club. But <laughs> how many rubber hands? <laughs> <laughs> I give it one rubber hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you've seen many, many, many times throughout the movie. Yeah, he, uh, his, his his previous movies. I think if you add up all the rubber hand shots of all the movies from Dark Knight till now, in the past ten years, they would not add up to equal what you see in this movie. It's all rubber hand. It should just be called <laughs> "Just Getting a Rubber Hand." <laughs> <laughs> just get a rubber hand. That's great. Um, I saw my friend Dahmer. Uh, which is a movie about Jeffrey Dahmer during his teenage years in high school. Interesting movie. Um, uh, the guy who played Dahmer, I I don't re- recognize his name. Let me let me look it up here. So it's like um Riverdale, but with Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, kinda. <laughs> uh, Zachary Davis. Br- no, no, I'm sorry. Ross Lynch, who I. He's been in a bunch of things. He was in Muppets Most Wanted, Austin and Alley, some Disney. I guess he was a Disney Channel kid. Christ, now he's playing Dahmer? <laughs> Teen, Teen Beach Movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was like the star of Teen Beach Movie. Did you watch that, Chris? I've, I've seen it on TV when I walked walk through the room. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day. No, he, was, he was in that. But he the, the movie is, is was pretty interesting. I guess it's based on a graphic novel. Um, and his, his the, I guess the person who... It's being written by is uh, um, Alex Wolf, who is Nat Wolf's younger brother. Who's Matt Wolf? Nat, Nat Wolf. Yeah. Nat Wolf is the the kid in Paper Towns. Oh, okay, all right. And then this is his younger brother. Okay. Who who is uh, who is in this? Who looks? They looks just like him. Like I thought it was Nat Wolf. And it turns out it's not. It's it's his younger brother, Alex Wolf. Um, and then, and uh, again, it's it's one of those movies where there are some people that are, this movie's terrible. I haven't even seen it just because of the subject matter. Right. Don't 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 uh, um, judge it just because it's based on a guy who was a ser- weird sicko serial killer. Because it is an interesting story. Um, so if if you're so inclined, see it. I think I saw it with. There were two kids sitting behind me uh, in this theater, and I think they were having sex while watching this movie. Shit, I'm not sure. I didn't get up to look, but it 
I think these two kids were having sex in this movie because there were three people in that theater and I was one third of them. And I was sitting a couple rows ahead of them in this theater where you can't really look behind it. it, you know. But I think these two kids were having sex. Um, Damn it. What else did I say? Uh, the Man Who Invented Christmas. Oh, how bad was that? Boring. Dear God, I saw it because I, I just wanted to see a movie after work. So, and I have movie pass, so <laughs> that's what I ended up watching it. Just got awful terrible. Uh, I watched it. Um, I guess I saw this um, about two weeks ago. And uh, I like Dan Stevens, the guy who plays. Um, shit, bring it up. Come on. Come on Is it the, the Charles Dickens one? Yeah, Dan, Dan Stevens plays Charles Dickens. And it's it's basically a story about how he wrote, um, the, you know, uh, a Christmas Carol. I mean, I'm sure it's fictionalized in a lot of ways, um, but it was just so boring. But Dan Stevens is good. I like Dan Stevens. He was the guy who played um, uh, Sir Lancelot or something in the last Night at the Museum Didn't he- movie. Play Beast? Is that Beast? From yeah, 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 yeah. He was he, in, okay. the, in the live action being the Beast. Yeah, he yeah. was Beast. So, but yeah, you never need to see it. It's it's one of those movies that's that they're going to try to make a tradition on on uh, cable in the future, but nobody's going to want to watch because it's boring and stupid. So it's just going to disappear. Okay. Um, Roman J. Israel, which you and I talked about. Yes. Because uh, you saw it last time. It's a fine movie. Honestly. I, I don't remember a whole lot of it. I saw this r- like the day after we recorded yeah, last time. Yeah, you did, so yeah. It's been like three weeks. I just remember enjoying it, but I remember thinking that this is not one of Denzel's better movies. Um, I just remember thinking, okay, well, it looks like Denzel had an opening in his schedule and was able to shoot a movie real fast and right. be done with it. Right. And that's kind of what it was. He's good, but... I was, I was um, Colin Farrell at Tim. Isn't he awesome? I like Colin Farrell. He's, I love he Colin was just Farrell. okay in this movie. I thought I honestly thought Colin Farrell was going to be based on the trailer. I thought Colin Farrell was going to be like this super bad guy, but he wasn't. He was cool. I would make love to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Colin Farrell, man. And uh, and I also saw the the anime movie which opened on the same day as Star Wars. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. I know to open a kids movie on the same day as a movie that appeals to kids. I know. Kind of. Uh, Ferdinand, um, or or if you're Chris, you, you think Tim's saying Birdman? Birdman, yeah. I kept telling Chris, oh, I'm going to see Ferdinand. I think I think I was just saying it real fast. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I'm going to see Ferdinand. Like, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, why are you singing Birdman? I came out like two years ago. <laughs> like Ferdinand, the remake with John Cena. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. At the end of the movie, where the bull flies out of the the, the uh, hospital window, and then his daughter <laughs> looks up and starts smiling. That's touching well. And says, you can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually caught that. <laughs> but, uh, but Ferdinand, it's, again, for a kid's movie, it's, it's okay. I want to see just it. okay. I guess to hate the kids. Uh, I mean, if, if you're, if you're there with little kids, like, let's say you're, let's say you have a five-year-old and a 10-year-old and you go to the movies the ten year old wants to go see Star Wars. Yeah. But maybe last Jedi might be a little too deep for the five year old. Bring the five year old to see Ferdinand. because uh, uh, there were a lot of kids in the theater and they and they all seemed to really like it. That's good. So, 
And uh, in the interest of time, I'm going to just stop it there. <laughs> well, well I, I saw Unforgettable. Remember when that came out like six, seven months ago? Um, Catherine Heigl. I've uh, already forgotten about it. Yeah. Uh, contrary to the name. It was just, you know, nothing to do last night. I, I turned it on and, and me and Caitlin were watching it. And it was entertaining. It killed time. Um, and I just watched it a couple of hours ago. Me and Luke finally watched for the first time. He saw Ace Ventura, the first one. <laughs> well, wait, hold on a second, Chris. Yeah. If you're wasting time with your daughter, why the hell aren't you guys doing jukeboxing? Hear me out. All right. You <laughs> asked this question? I'm going to uh-huh. tell you the 100% God's truth answer. I asked her last night. We were going to record um, some SWIC, but Matt got a really bad headache, so we, we canceled. It was like 7.30. I go, Caitlin, um, I got my nights open now. Do you want to do jukebox? And she's like, well, I got a huge paper I got to study for. It's about Hamlet or something. Yeah, Shakespeare and Hamlet. I got to memorize this stuff. We have to present stuff like in front of the whole school. So I was like, all right, you know, I want to, I guess I'll go upstairs and see what's on TV. <laughs> so she's, she's doing her hair or something. I said, yeah, I'm going to watch un- Unbreak, uh, Unforgettable. She goes, well, I'll get my um, laptop, and I can read while I'm up here with you. All right. Her fucking laptop did not open fucking once. <laughs> she didn't do any. <clears throat> she didn't do anything. She sat there and watched the whole movie. So that's the God's honest truth. I asked her. She said that she couldn't. Then she sat and watched the movie with me and didn't open up her fucking laptop. <laughs> Kids and she has, she's failed out of school. I, she lost I, any scholarships. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's all over. I, I'm trying. She will not, she will not walk. She on, works uh, Mondays and Fridays nights sometimes, and then occasional Saturday. And every time we want to, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm working, or she's out with her friends. It's like, trust me, I'm trying, Donald. I'm trying. Because Billie Jean kicked her ass. Now yeah, I get it. That's what it is. She's uh, <laughs> tucked her tail in and hiding from uh, from the trouncing that you guys give her. Well, I did Cause, tell her. Because her music sucks. I, I, I told her, Billie Jean might be the, the top of the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg there. I say, all the rest now are songs that, you know, I just enjoy that, that you might not even care about. You know what I mean? But I'm trying. Trust me. I, it almost cool. happened. I thought it was going to happen. Then she's, oh, I got I to gotta study. And then she watched... Unforgettable with me for an hour and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, here's here's where we're gonna go. Star Wars: Last Jedi. Before we play a trailer, before we say it sucked, it was good, whatever. Donald, from sure. <laughs> from when you got to your car to leave your house till you came back and parked your car, what happened? <laughs> second by second. <laughs> All right. Well. I uh, put in my earphones and I listened to Neo Zaz and. That's um, did, you, so, did you really listen to a, a Neo Zaz show on your way to the no, Star Wars premiere? I, I, no, I had a, I had a traveling buddy, so uh, okay. we kind of just uh, chatted about uh, <laughs> Star Wars and how how far you know. is it from your house? How far do you have to drive? An hour, hour and a half? <laughs> yeah, so oh. I drove about uh, about an hour to San Francisco, and I took the bus down. Um, I didn't want to drive. I don't fly, so uh, I took this, this thing called Mega Bus, which is basically this big double de- double decker bus. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, we we got we got Mega Buses. <laughs> okay, so basically from San Francisco to Union Station, where I was dropped off, it was about seven hours. Holy shit! Seriously? Yeah, seven hours. It sucked. <sighs> Um, and then about 20, 25 minutes to the hotel, 
Um, and then basically it was that evening, you know, the, I arrived at like seven in the morning and then about four o'clock is when we got to, uh, destroy an auditorium. What did you do from seven to four? Just they see the sights or just stay in the hotel? No, or? I, 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 was, I didn't sleep on the bus. So I just tried to catch some Z's so I could, okay. cause this thing was going to go late. I knew it would. Cause you know, it's, it's basically you get there once you get your credentials and you get inside, and you go to the red carpet, which I'm sure we'll go into more later. Yeah. Then the movie, and then the after party, which is basically you know, this big catered to do, and it, a lot of people stayed at like three in the morning. I think I left at midnight. How do okay. you? How did you get the opportunity? Like, what do you have to do to do this? Okay. Well, um, so as I've mentioned before on many. Uh, whatever podcast, uh, you know, that I've happened to, to uh, join in on, whether it's the best of fives or, uh, sometimes on the, uh, the Swick, uh, Christmas specials. Um, I'm a member of the rebel Legion where star Wars based costuming group. We do the good guys of star Wars. And, um, basically because this happened in California where I lived, um, the passes were, were split throughout the organization and my specific, uh, area, got a set amount of passes and i divvy those out and basically it comes down to having a, a quality star wars costume and being really active in the uh in the costuming group and and you know going out there and trooping and uh doing events and the, the more events you did the you know the higher you basically you were on the list of being picked to go oh my god that's awesome as shit yeah it's it was it's uh, they are very good to us i think they're very thankful that we're carrying the, you know, one of the banners for star Wars and keeping it in the public view. Cause you know, you go to a convention, you're always going to see these groups. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have tables set up, they have props set up. You learn about the organization. Plus we get to do the really cool stuff like doing children's hospital visits and, uh, uh, make a wish events and things like that too. So, uh, they invited us and I was uh, lucky enough that I was selected. And, and so I went, cause you don't, is there other people in your group who are not selected, and they are they upset, or do they say, "Hey, Donald, are you going? Can I have your ticket?" Kind of thing. <laughs> well, no. I mean, um, because so so this is a worldwide organization, and Southern California is where it was held. So the the person in control of that area was the one in charge of picking who went. Oh, okay. Um, so it wasn't really out of it was kind of out of my hands. <clears throat> um, but you know, a lot of people put in to go, and unfortunately, they you know they can't take everybody. Right. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's a special thing for uh, you know a small amount of people, and of course, people are upset that they can't go. But hopefully, we can, if we're able to continue this relationship with them, there's a whole bunch of new Star Wars movies coming out. So, you know, we can only hope that maybe you know they'll they'll continue to be very kind to us and invite us again for uh, future events. True. Do okay. you do you think Lucasfilm would be kind to say Neo's as? <laughs> And do you do you feel that that we were robbed of the opportunity to see this movie because Lucasfilm either either on purpose or, or due to an oversight? I did not get an invite. I believe we're we're members, right, Tim, of the Rebel Legion. Well, we're I think we're we're friends of the Legion. <laughs> you are friends of the Legion, yes. Um, you know, honestly, I think you know when you guys hit uh, George Lucas with a car and let him have his amnesia. <laughs> and didn't tell him about the prequels. I think maybe they probably were upset about that one. So, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I th- I believe that uh, when Solo comes out, um, I'm I'm just I'm just putting it out there that uh, you know an invite 
Even if we have to politely decline it, an invite would be nice. Uh, Lucasfilm. I know Lucasfilm listens to all of them. There was definitely media there. You know, there was uh, certain, you know, more well-known Star Wars news websites were there. So uh, I think if you put yourselves out there and you keep doing what you're doing... You guys, you guys definitely put out a quality show. I think episode yep. forty-eight will be at the, the premiere, Timmy. Yep. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Where are we? I can't get my pecker up. <laughs> oh, who's here? I'm not going to be saying that. I'll tell you that. Jet Lucas, how are you, kid? Um, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I, that, that would, that would be the dream. Actually, dream, dream number one is to work on a Star Wars film in some capacity, um, either as a voice cast or a, a voice, voice actor or, or background character, basically. So I could just sit at, at conventions and sign autographs for the rest of my life. You know, I was that guy, 10 bucks, um, 10, that's fucking well, cheap. Yeah. They, they charge more than that for, for people in Star Wars. <laughs> Not me. Ten dollars, kids, um, and uh, or 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 to, to to go to a premiere. I think I think going to a premiere would be would be, would be pretty neat. Yeah, it is an experience. Tell us so, more. Uh, Tell us more. Yeah. So okay. So this is basically how it goes. Okay. Um, you know, a few weeks beforehand, we pretty much get the word from them saying, "Okay, you know, uh, we're inviting you. This is how many people can come." Blah blah blah. Once those people are chosen, uh, you make your way down there. And um, it was about they, they give you a specific time to to, uh, to check in because, you know, you have to go through metal detectors and security and um, you get your credentials. And then uh, this year I was uh, okay, let, me, let me rewind. So I went for Rogue One and for that I was a, a costumed character on the red carpet um, where they had a certain blocked off area and everybody who was dressed up in costume was there. Um, this year, I was just basically wearing my my club gear, and I was in the uh, the bleachers with uh, the rest of my fellow five hundred first and Mandos and R two builders and Rebel Legion members. Okay. And we basically just just kind of hang out in the bleachers and be excited because we we are excited. Hell yeah! Uh, you know the the celebrities come out. They more often than not, they'll come up to the bleachers and say hi and sign autographs. Uh. So you know, I, I brought I <laughs> I brought my just just taking a chance i it's not you know nothing is guaranteed right but i i thought well you know i'm gonna get one of those little 11 by 17 or whatever mini posters and uh pull a chris and do a sign please sign and see what happens and you you know thank you don't know yeah. unless you try seriously exactly yeah it's gotta ask and, you know, they're going down the line and 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 signing autographs and whatnot and i i really was shocked on on the people that i got i mean it's even though you don't really get a whole lot of interaction with them you know you're in the presence of of the new star wars royalty that's pretty awesome so you know like daisy ridley and uh john boyega and adam driver and um they're they're all there and they're all just being really cool to the fans and signing autographs and taking pictures how's how's the crowd is the fans are they calm or are they just crazy chris irons (laughs) (laughs) well we're all we're all very thankful and respectful but we're also there for energy and to to you know because they had a stage set up um across the way where they have the uh the star wars show records yeah okay yeah uh, 
So, you know, they, they make sure that, you know, when, when a celebrity is up there, when they're coming down the red carpet, you, you're going to know because you're going to hear people screaming and yelling. Um, one of the funnier ones, you know, we do a lot of chants. You know, John Boyega, um, there was social media talk that he wasn't going to make it. He was stuck in Atlanta because of the weather. For the weather, yeah, I heard that. And uh, when he showed up, everybody was super excited. You know, we got, I don't know if, if you guys watched the red carpet uh, Star Wars show, but, you know, we all had this really great big deal chant going on, and he was just <laughs> dancing around. It was really fun. So, yeah, it's, it's very interactive, very, you know, we're there for the energy and to keep the excitement up because we are excited. Yeah. That's pretty so who's, cool. So whose autographs did you get? Did you manage to get anybody on your poster? Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Anthony Daniels. Um, Andy Circus, oh, wow. uh, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega. Uh, um, who else? I know there's more. Um, that's just amazing. That's just cool as shit. Oh, uh, Ryan Johnson, the director. Nice. Um, yeah, and there's there's a few. Like I I barely missed Mark. I was kind of bummed about that. Ah. Uh. Um, and uh, Frank Oz was there. He wasn't signing though. He uh, he yeah. come up and he talked to the audience. You know, he said, "Hey, how you doing?" Blah blah blah. I, I uh, saw a he, photo of him online at the premiere. I if I saw him sitting down right here, I couldn't tell you that was him. <laughs> I had I you know what well, he was talking to us, and I look. I went over to like my my neighbor who was next to me. I was like, "Who is that?" He's like, "Oh, it's uh, <laughs> it's Frank Oz." I'm like, "Oh, really? I didn't recognize him. That was hand up the ass of a puppet, you know." And I mean, <laughs> you, 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 you screamed out, "Sit down, homeless Pete! Get the hell out of here!" <laughs> Where's Ridley? Homeless Pete. <laughs> I'm sure there's others on my uh, on my poster. I just I'm blanking. It was it's it was such a whirlwind. Of you course, know, that's that's that, that's like um, that's cooler than celebration shits going on. Like that's like that's it. That is the did shit. You, did you get Laura Dern on your poster? Was I did there? not. No, she was there, but no, I didn't. She uh, she didn't make it down as I was. So you know. Basically, the, the red carpet started next to the stage and it curved around. And then we have one section of bleachers there and then another section of bleachers. And I was on the back end of the the, the second section. So uh, some of them, like Gwendolyn Christie and Lupita Nyong'o uh, and Laura Dern, didn't make it down to where I was, at least. But that's okay. I was I was happy with with the experiences that I had. Hell nice. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then... It was, in- and then you you got to go in and see the movie too. We did, it? yeah. We were some of the first people, the first just general public to see this film. You know, they uh, they had to sequester our phones, so you know we had to turn them off and put them in these special locked pouches. And we got to keep our phones, but we had to uh, we had to keep them off and in this thing so we couldn't you know leak anything. Right, right. Um, and the Shrine Auditorium is huge. I, I, I don't know if you've ever been there. If you can look up pictures of it and see what it looks like it's this gigantic theater with this big stage in front and so ryan and kathleen kennedy and a couple of the producers came out um and then they introduced the whole cast and the cast came up on on the front of the stage and took a bow and uh, and then said hey let's watch the movie so we watched the movie um last saturday nice okay we'll save the review so later on what happened after the movie what you have what you do afterwards Okay, so after the movie, um, oh, I, I want to mention this too because they they did this for Rogue One. Is they have special these little mini uh, popcorn buckets. They're really cute. They're uh, you know they're probably the size of a small. They have a lid and a handle, and it says you know Star Wars: The Last Jedi on it. So That's cool. uh, a lot of people were walking around with you know 
a few popcorn buckets and they had soda for free and stuff. That was cool. Um, after- free soda. Yeah, well, so did That's water. That's the best part. Screw the yeah. movie. I'd just be sitting there at the thing. Did you get know, pay for this? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Concessions is where they get tonight. you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, so after the movie, we went and got our phones uh, unlocked and uh, went through these double doors, and that was where the after party was. It was this two-story thing. It was catered uh, with this kind of buffet style that had stations all over oh, wow. uh, the top of it. They have, you know, if, for those who have seen the movie, you know, there's Canto Bite, which is the uh, the casino. And so mm-hmm. they had stations all over top and bottom where you can go up and play like blackjack and oh, uh, oh, wow. things like that. Basically, you know, it's for free. So oh. you, you go up, They some of them hand you uh, like tokens to bet with. Some of them just say, you know, just beat the house. And if you win, you get a collectible button. And there was like a set of six buttons to uh to collect for um just for fun you know yeah, that little yeah. car and actually it, it's really interesting if you go on ebay <laughs> how much are they going was, for you'd be surprised there's like someone selling a set for 50 bucks so what? you go online you go on ebay and you type um the last jedi world premiere or something to that effect and you'll see jedi i'm doing it <laughs> yeah You'll see the popcorn buckets and you'll see the, the button sets on eBay that people are, and some of them, I will say this, they are selling them and it says it benefits charity. So some people are using that to raise money for charity. Right. And some Where's people the, are just selling their stuff. So where's the buttons? I want to see the button. Where's the button? They're little, you know, one inch. Uh, there's a BB eight and a Porg and a BB nine E. Um, well, I see, uh, well, there's the, there's the, 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 the North Legion one I see there. Um, Let's see. Let's see the metal. Oh, is this it? Is this the premier lapel pen? Is that it? Here's a badge, it- twenty bucks. Oh yeah, here they are, two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So some people, see, yeah. you know, they got a few sets of buttons. I guess um, really, they really had. Uh, some people are selling their badges that because you get this special badge. I uh, see it. Yeah. And uh, on the the back of it, basically, it tells you where your seating assignment is. So uh, it's like row this seat something something, and and so that that's your not only your your pass to get in the area, but that was your ticket to get into the movie and, and your seating assignment. Uh, yeah, very, nice. very nice. Yeah, and then of course there's uh, there's setups for uh, photo ops. So they had like backdrops, and there's a BB nine nine E, there's a BB eight, there's a Captain Phasma, Praetorian guards. And these people in costume, and you go up, you stand in line, and it's like Disneyland. You know, when you go to Disney and you see uh, Pocahontas or whatever, and they have a handler who will take your, your camera, and so they'll they'll take your picture with your phone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So so you get in line, and there's photo opportunities with these characters. They have the Disney cast members, and they take your picture on your oh, phone. And- wow. What not? Yeah, they're the gigantic AT M1, M6, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. That was outside. I think you posted the picture of that on our, yes. our yeah. page. Yeah. yeah, that thing was huge, man. Um, but the, the, and the food was the food was banging. They had a you know kind of like a, a an open bar. If you wanted you know if you drink adult beverages, there's adult beverages. Uh, they had like this special X-wing kind of Nissan car there. Um, I actually didn't even get to see everything because there was just so much stuff to do. Were they serving green milk out of the nipple of a gigantic like <laughs> whale-like thing? 
<laughs> straight from the from the tap. Straight from no. the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. No, no green milk. I didn't see any green milk. Um, and then uh, this is probably the coolest part of it. Um, so you guys, have you ever played around with the uh, the Star Wars app? Yeah. You know, on your iPhone. So they yeah. have all this AR stuff, uh, augmented reality, where uh, yeah. if you hold your phone up to something and, like, like BB-8 will show up and yeah. it'll move around, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's a new update on there. It's a Star Destroyer, right? The the, uh, the Dreadnought Star Destroyer from the movie. So they have it where you print out this picture and you put your phone on it and it shows TIE fighters and x flying around shooting lasers around this picture, right? And then there's like a digital uh, digital Star Destroyer. Well, as a, a gift to everybody there, and from what I understand, there's only 200 of these in existence. Um, it's this big model, I guess, toy of the Dreadnought. It's about a foot long or so, foot and a half long. I saw and boxes of this online. I saw people posting their photos of, of the box that it was in. Yeah, so that box had the Dreadnought in there. And that thing is, if you aim your phone at that, you're going to see little TIE fighters and X-Wings flying around that ship right in front of you. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they handed one of those out to everybody. Oh, Neat. Uh, it's it's pretty phenomenal. I'm uh, I have a, a fellow base member. I'm you know because I took the bus, I couldn't take it, so they were nice enough to take mine for me. So I have to hook up and and get it from them. But um, it's pretty awesome. So that sounds like you had a fucking good. one one hell of a time, man. <laughs> it was uh, it was amazing. Yeah, I I am very thankful. Did you have that, to take a shit at all during this whole event? <laughs> Maybe at the hotel, you know, because, <laughs> right. you know, I'm going to have to clean up after myself, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, uh, cool. That's yeah, pretty awesome. It was, it was pretty amazing, the whole experience. I mean, being standing on that red carpet and, you know, once once uh, the uh, the big party is going on, you know, you have free reign to go and, you know, take pictures in front of everything. And like I said, there's the photo op of that, that ATM 6M1 or whatever it's called. Uh, and they had a, actually like a podium set up where you can get in line and then go stand on on the stage and take your picture with that in the background. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Did you happen to awesome. see um handsome Luke Ryan was there? I think him. He and, was. Yeah, I, I saw him and his handsome girlfriend. Yeah, she she is handsomer than than he is. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I I saw. Uh, I that was uh, the first time I got a chance to. I'm friends with him on Facebook, obviously, and that was my first chance of uh, you know meeting him live, and it was a quick. Handshake, hey, how you doing? Kind of a thing. Nice to meet you in person. Did, did you did you, you lean call in him and like, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. Did you call him Ryan or did you call I him called, Handsome Luke? I called him Ryan. I didn't call him Handsome Luke. I didn't want him to get, you know get an ego or anything. <laughs> did you smell him? Did he go? He, he wasn't there dressed as Luke. He was there dressed up as a uh, uh, a resistance technician. So you know, handsome resistance tech just doesn't have the doesn't roll off the <laughs> tongue. You know, doesn't ring the bell. No. Yeah. So. If he was dressed as Luke, I'd have called him Handsome Luke. Hell yeah! Handsome. I always call him Handsome Luke. That's way that that's how he knows that you know Swick. him through uh, through Swick. Yeah. yeah. You say if you say if you call him Ryan, he does he does Swick doesn't enter his mind. But if you say Handsome Luke, he'll say Damn that Chris. You know he'll, he'll be all pissed at me. <laughs> so that's, that's well, that's awesome. I, I I am I am thoroughly jealous. Uh, yeah, I, I it took I had to watch my movie a few days later. Um, and I think Chris, I think you, you started your movie before me. 
I guess mine started at six o'clock. Well, let, let me play the yeah. trailer first. Let's play this. Okay. Uh, okay. Last Jedi trailer brought to you by nothing. thought that was part of the trailer (laughs) (laughs) coming december 15th everyone last jedi is it the final jedi find out december 15th (laughs) a long distance dedication going out from kylo ren to ray via the force um donald wicks chris irons Um, one one word last jedi how was it? One word. Movie. Movie. It was good. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, my one word for me? Dis- disappointing. Tim, your one word. Fantastic. Yes. So, Tim's way up there. Donald and I are... I'm, I might be on Donald's ass. He might be on my ass. <laughs> one of the two. Um, I don't even know where to start. Just talk. We'll just talk about the movie, and whatever comes up, comes up. I I have seen the movie three times, and I did not read anything about other people's ideas, thoughts, whatever, until after the third time, because I wanted to make up my own mind on things uh, right. for the most part. I did tell. I did talk to you, Chris. 
and I talked to someone else at work after the first and second screenings. And uh, but I didn't really talk in detail with anybody until after the third time I saw it. I read nothing yet. I didn't care. I went. I read nothing before. After I saw the movie, I went online. I read everything. It's it's almost fifty fifty. This movie's almost is splitting down right down the middle. The Star Wars fans, either you're really loving it or you have problems with it, and it's just you don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm disappointed. It's right down the middle, and I'm going to tell you the shit I had problems with, which I, I could be wrong. The first 20 minutes, help me out. Was it Poe and that guy Hux? Or having that conversation yeah. on the phone or whatever, the walkie-talkie? And the line when Hux turns to the guy and goes, can you hear me? The way he said it was fucking space balls. I saw Dark Helmet. The, the, <laughs> the, the jokes in this movie, for me, don't belong in the Star Wars movie. Like, Han's funny because he's cocky and cool, I guess. Like, his jokes are, didn't annoy me. But this one, all the jokes, it was just so like, like almost put my hand, yeah, my head in my hand and going like, oh my god, what was that? See, I I disagree. Well, I mean, I I mean, I can't I can't disagree with that that you don't like it that that whatever. I'm but just disappointed. I know I I, can't, I it's it's hard. I think that I think honestly I think that um the the jokes I think I think the jokes for the most part. Worked in the movie for the character. Uh, Poe Dameron is 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 supposed to be the Han, basically the Han Solo, right? Um, so he's cool, cocky. He 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 pretty much is is cool under pressure, and that's kind of what was going on here. Is he was just he was he was doing he was doing the same kind of thing that 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 a Han Solo character would do in a movie. Uh, I mean, if, if 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 you're gonna if you're gonna smack your face on that, there are lots of things that that Harrison Ford did in the in the pre in the original trilogy. I mean, that you that would if 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 that movie came out today, and you you felt the same way, you would be slapping your face like when he's when he's like, um, everything's all fine here, we're all fine. Um, h- how are you? You know, that's the kind same kind of thing. So it's it's the same idea, just presented it presented slightly differently. I, I see what you're saying, Donald. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh oh. Uh oh. You're breaking up on us. Say it again. Okay. Uh, the jokes I thought were a little unnecessary, or, or there's too many of them. Okay. Um, what I liked about the first. First Star Wars. Hello. Movies is that like what Tim said with that? You know, I'm fine. How are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're just chip choppity now. You're you're bringing uh, it out a little bit. Damn. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Sound good. But anyway, so yeah. <laughs> the humor is that uh, it was too forced. Yes. I think. No pun intended. Uh, it's, it, See, was too, I, it was too in your face. I think I, I like the more subtle. I, I I understand where people are coming from when they say that because these jokes are new. This is all absolutely fresh. <clears throat> you watched A New Hope. That movie has god awful bad jokes that we have just come to appreciate over forty years. It mainly, mainly coming from from. C three PO, 
so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think what it is, is we tend to not pay attention to the humor in the original trilogy because we've seen it a thousand times. And it just, we all just feel that's just part of the movie. We don't, we don't, we don't take them as jokes anymore. We just sort of take them as this is the movie. This is it. This is what I've grown to love. So if someone comes back and presents to you a similar thing, like if Star Wars is a, a whatever, I won't even go into that analogy because I realized that was going to be really stupid. Um, but if someone comes back and presents you the same general thing but slightly different, your ear hears it differently, and and I I, I just believe. That people just haven't had time to sit with it long enough to fully appreciate it. But that and I, why should the well, movie and, take and, and if, also and also yeah. uh, one, one, and then one more. And also, we heard all those jokes when we were kids, so we've grown up with them. And now that we're adults, we're a little we're a little more hardened. We're and we're we're a little more critical of things. So I just think I think I personally think the humor works. I don't think it's excessive. I think it's I think it's on the same level as what we heard in the the in Empire and A New Hope. I think it's on the same level. And I think I think if we were to go with a clicker and click all the quote funny jokey moments in those first two movies, I think that they would be in the same number or pretty close to what we hear in this one. I'm hearing a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, I'm going to you know, I don't know. I want to watch it again, and hopefully it grows on me. And then watch it again. No movie. Your first impression of the movie is how you like the movie. Many of you see it once or hundred times. I'm seeing it again. Yes, this Friday. But that's about it. I think once because my wife hasn't seen it yet. So if once after I see it with her, you know, I think I'm done in theaters. Well, it it depends on the movie. It it depends on how dense the movie is, and I think this is a pretty dense movie with a lot of different ideas and things going on. There's a lot of movies that maybe you don't when you watch it the first time you don't you don't get the movie. There's a there's a lot of movies out there that are quote thinkers that maybe the first time you see it you don't get it. Especially with this one where there's a lot of flash, you're paying attention to the flash and you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I, I that think you're not taking the time to to absorb the subtext. I think the plot and story of this one was weak. I, I think nothing really happened. In this it's the movie. same, same as in, same as in Empire Strikes Back. It's the same basic thing. No, nowhere near. The two, Empire the Back. two, the two sets of characters are split apart after after mm-hmm. after a battle, and they they're basically one's going to be trained and one's escaping. I think Finn is pointless. He does nothing. I think Luke's character in this one was so such a downer of who you wanted him to be. And Jedi, he he can kick ass. That's it. And this one, I guess I should say, Return of the Jedi now, because there's two Jedis. Um, in this one, the last Jedi, he's just, he's a wimp. He's a pussy. He's just, he's hiding. Him throwing the fucking lightsaber? Oh my god, I cringed. How about you guys? Donald, was that upsetting for you? I, I, I thought it was kind of funny. Did you? I, 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 think, I think that honestly kind of um, is like a, maybe a message to the fans, you know, especially for those that take things too seriously. It's like you shouldn't take this lightsaber seriously. Um, it's just a lightsaber. Just, you know, just check it away. Well, that's what I've been hearing because yeah. in the movie, uh, I almost said Darth Maul. In the movie, um, <laughs> Kylo Ren like says so much, so so many times, forget the past, forget the past. He's telling the audience that, and and Ray, yes, but he's telling us, forget what you know, forget the past. This is what's happening now, and I understand that. 
I'm I'm getting why people are liking it and people are, are not liking it. I get it. With Luke throwing it over his shoulder, <laughs> that immediately told you whatever whatever you came in to this movie, whatever preconceived notion of what you want this movie to be, it's not going to be that. So, and I, and, I, and I think that's I think a lot of people came, and and I think that was that was part of the problem with the prequels is people had this idea of what they wanted and when they didn't get it. Um, that made them dislike the movies even more. I think with this, uh, yeah, everybody wanted Luke to be like, I will train you and we will go on and we will defeat him together as, as Jedi and Padawan and we'll together we'll bring peace to the galaxy. And when he's just like, I don't want anything to do with that. Uh, I don't want anything to do with the, the, with the Force. The Jedi are stupid and antiquated and it all should end and this is dumb and I'm done with it. And well, people and were, at that point, you, you, you don't know what the hell is going to happen for the rest of the movie. People were upset that Force Awakens supposedly followed New Hope. You know, exactly. This has so much Empire and Jedi in it, but people aren't seeing that now. Like, they're overlooking it, but in Force Awakens, it bothers me. But in this one, ah, it's okay. Yeah, for, I, I actually really, really hated The Force Awakens because of mostly that. The I think he... J.J. Abrams made a lot of mistakes with that movie. I love the characters, but I think story-wise, it just didn't it didn't work. I enjoyed this movie a lot more than The Force Awakens. I think it was it was it was okay. It was decent, but it wasn't um, great. Like I I saw you didn't you no, say it, it was great? And you're wrong. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, Pitts Popcorn. Um, but didn't you say Donald? Like, are you seeing it again? Didn't you say something like once you've seen it? We again? just well. Well, so, uh, you know, I went and saw it again with my wife. It was her first time um, on Saturday, Friday night. And uh, she said, you know, she didn't know what to expect. And she kind of felt the same as I did. She's like, eh, it was okay. It wasn't great. Yeah. Um, it was okay. I think I think for me, it just, it's it's problems that I had. I, I didn't have a, a problem with the overall story. I, th- I think it's just little things that happen in the movie. Like, for me... I thought that when Carrie Fisher passed away, it was it was really difficult for a lot of people. You know, they, that was her. She was a, a, an iconic figure for a lot of us. But and this and the scene where yeah. you know that that bridge gets blown up and it, the camera's right on her, twisting out into space and all that stuff. I, I just really thought that was in bad taste. Wasn't that though like so ridiculously bad? The worst scene in this movie was her Brandon Brandon Routhing in the space and coming back with the Mary Poppins. Back Mary in the, Poppins, that yeah, yeah, that was I so bad. I did not like the Mary Poppins thing. I <laughs> I didn't mind her. You know, if if you wanted to, you know, get her out of the movie, put her in a coma or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Right. But but just I just thought it was in really poor taste to have her uh, floating in space like that, and you know. She she passed away. Let us let us enjoy her her acting. You don't have to do that to her, even though she lived in the movie. Yeah, I don't know. But I guess they had no. I mean, they filmed all this shit, and then she passed. It's like, well, I guess they had to keep it in. Like, I don't know. Like, they couldn't do what 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 now kind of thing. You know, I guess I. For me, the 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 part of the movie, the my my absolute biggest complaint of the movie. Was her flying through space with her getting pulled out into space? Uh, I thought that was it. I thought, well, they chance to get right now. Like, well, I guess that's how she goes. Oh, it's sad. Then I saw her fingers moving. I'm like, what is this? I honestly think they, that's that's how they should have ended it. I, I think yeah. I think that 
with some reshoots and some script rewrites, they should have let her die that way. I think by having her fly back in, it it I I thought that that was in poor taste in terms of story, not 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 the fact that she died in real life. Um, I'm I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent to how they. I'm indifferent to how they presented her. Whatever, um, in the movie. I mean, get her her go pulled out, twisted. You know, I I, I can I can see where I can see where Donald's coming from in terms of uh, feeling a certain way about that. But t- for me, that was that was an opportunity for them to to kill her character off. Yeah. Um, we would have lost some of the emotional weight later on in the movie with her and Luke reuniting for that that moment. That was that's I teared up then. I teared up when Ray and Chewie first got on the island. Chewie knocks down the door and then, you know, where is Han or that part there I choked. When but, Luke sees R2, I choked. And when um 3PO says Master Luke and he winks at him, forget it. That was yeah. a I was a fucking little Schoolgirl crying his eyes. That was, that was some good stuff. Those were the I good agree. scenes I liked. I really enjoyed that, and even I love that the Laura Dern she she sacrifices her life and kills fifteen Star Destroyers. Fucking a! I can watch that, that on a loop. A, that was a killer scene. I yes. do kind of wish. I, I I sort of wish that she was the one to live and Leia was the one to die. I think it should have been. You know, it, and I can I'm, see and that, I'm, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing and being blunt here. All right, everybody, she's dead. I'm in charge. Yes, going in, and then in episode nine, dun, 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 Laura Dern's back. Everybody, and she, <laughs> dun, dun, and she, and she basically is the Princess Leia. Yeah. And I, I think they, they had, a, they had an opportunity to fix a real world problem by by some I, again I know I know it would have would have cost money it would have delayed certain aspects of the production to go back and reshoot those but I think in it probably would have played out better and I, and I thought in the end I thought I thought Laura Dern's character was was pretty interesting she was pretty good Donna what's your thoughts ready on Snoke's death okay I don't know <laughs> I like um, the long pause <sighs> I, I okay. I think for me that, that when when Ray was taken into Snoke's chamber by Kylo Ren, yeah, up until the point where she left, you know, he she stole his personal shuttle, whatever. That whole section was probably my favorite part of the whole movie. I, I loved Snoke. I loved the battle. I loved oh, the battle was great. The way that he died. I love that whole section to me was just absolutely phenomenal. I, I'm kind of bummed that they killed Snoke, but I like how they did it. I love, you know, he's saying, uh, you know, would you kill his true enemy, blah, blah, blah. And then when that saber went through him and then he pulled it out, that was, that was sick. I really enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, Chris. What I'm not, <laughs> I'm saying it was a cool scene, but for the most powerful being, whatever, and the guy, he had no idea this was going to happen, and you don't know anything about his background now. Like nothing was answered, nothing. It's it's I I I personally think it's fine. I don't I don't think we needed to know his background. I think I think we'll, we're going to learn a little bit more about about him, and we may and you, we, there may be some more reveals in the next movie as to what his role was in. 
recruiting Kylo Ren, and we might we might learn some details. But if you think about the and again, and, and I hate to keep bringing back the original trilogy, but everybody holds the original trilogy up to such high standards, and this is this this is in some ways a distorted mirror of that. We didn't know anything about the damn emperor, and we th- we thought he was badass back then. Right. Everything we know about the emperor now has come out after the movie. Not, almost none of it was was shown in a movie. Um, we so, didn't even know his name. Yeah, he was the emperor, and now we know his his full name and his history. I agree completely with that, Tim. One hundred percent. In the next one, we're going to find out Snoke's first name is Bernard. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's no, isn't it Uppin? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a thank you. It got me. Um, no, and 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 I and I, yeah, the, the Snoke thing didn't uh, didn't bother me. I, I kind of was happy that that they killed him. And I, I, I and I'll and I'll lie if, if 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 part of me at first thought, oh, we didn't hear anything about what who he was. But then, as upon thinking about, it, I'm thinking, yeah, oh, it it did. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter who he was. We just know that he is the supreme leader. And he is the guy that that pulled uh, Kylo Ren to the dark side, and he's been you, basically using him as a puppet. Do you guys think that Kylo went in there with Ray with this all planned, or do you think it was like fuck? No, I think, opp- I think it is uh, opportunity coincidence. It just said, yeah. shit. I, I can do I, it now. I, I think if he had it planned, I think that Snoke would have known about it. He would have sensed I, his thoughts. I think he. I think he. He went in there with the hopes. I don't think he went in there with with the idea that he was going to kill Snoke. I do think he went in there with this idea that Ray was going to come to the side, kind of like kind of like what what um, uh, kind of like what Vader did when he brought Luke forward. Is way in the back of his mind, he was thinking she's going to join. Together, we can create something. And when the opportunity presented himself, he's like, oh. This is this is my opportunity to be to take charge, and he took he took that opportunity. He didn't he didn't flinch. He just said, "All right, we'll do it." Donald, what what's your thoughts on Ray's parents being just some drunk down the street? Do you care? <laughs> eh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's it's kind of difficult because everybody that was the big the big what if what are Ray's parents or who are Ray's parents? They she has to be related to somebody and. I don't know. I, I think to make it that ambiguous is kind of it's it's a little bit of a letdown. But I think that it works for the story because to have her related to one of the big characters would just it, it wouldn't make any sense. Do you think Do you think Kylo's lying to her? Like he knows who the, his uh, who her parents are, but he's not telling her. Yeah, but she knows who her know. parents are too. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. Uh, it's it's. I guess maybe we'll find out in the next movie. But uh, yeah, it, it didn't really bother me. How about the these the CGI puppet Yoda? <laughs> okay, that was that was That's, weird. That was weird. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm I'm your guys's age. You know, I grew up. I was five years old when the first Star Wars came out. I grew up with with Yoda puppet, and then I saw the prequels. And that Phantom Menace had that awful Catcher's Mitt Yoda. Yeah. And then they fixed it and they went to the CG. And that, to me, has become my, that's my Yoda. I I denounced the puppet and I love the CG. (laughs) And I was really disappointed that they did not do a CG Yoda for this. 
It looked. That, it that, just looked. That puppet looked horrible. It looked out of place. It looked so weird. It looked so like I was. I think I told Tim this. I said like when they were when he was burning burning down that tree or something. I thought like I thought they were going to show all these Jedi ghosts like Plo Koon and Kid Fisto and Mace, like just whoever, just all standing around the tree while it's burning down. I don't know why. <laughs> burning down the tree. I just thought it'd be cool to see tree. every dead Jedi there. I don't know why. That was that was my thought. Well, we wouldn't have had them there because none of those Jedi, unlike unlike uh, who we saw at the end of Return of the Jedi, none of none of the other Jedi had learned to uh, become one with the Force to be this to, is true. to be able to um, interact with the with the living world. So I, I just those, wanted to see them all. All, hanging, the, all those other out. Jedi are somewhere that they can't they they can't come forward like that. And also, don't you think that it would have been a bad decision to have say Ewan McGregor there is Obi-Wan when you know the force ghost has always been Alec Guinness yes yeah I part of me thought are they going to bring an Obi-Wan ghost I I honestly thought that that an Obi-Wan ghost was going to come out and be like Luke you know you're making a you're making a mistake something like that but do you guys this I'm going to on the ending this is just just how I feel when when Luke appears, all trimmed and shaved and all and a haircut and everything, and he walks out there, and thirty of those adats are blowing him away and shooting him, and then the bullets bounce off, and then he shrugs his shoulder, then he does the whole Matrix Neo lightsaber bending backwards duel, just to find out that he's not really fucking there. For me, it just took away how powerful Luke could be there, kicking ass, but he wasn't even fucking there. He's taking a shit on a mountaintop. <laughs> That's how I feel, and I, I don't were, know why. There were clues. There were clues ahead of the reveal that he wasn't actually there. I didn't catch it the first time I saw it. Oh, okay. But there yeah. were clues. I, least, I don't okay. know. Well, but, but but we'll let we'll let Donald uh, talk about that do, scene. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I want him to be there, kicking ass, rather than doing it up there, and he's not even there. So it's like almost cheating. He's not even there. Yeah, you know I, I see what you're saying. Okay. No, I see what you're saying. I I disagree. I I I understand it because he wasn't there to fight Kylo Ren. He was there to be a distraction, so the resistance can can go and escape because they would it would have ended there, and there would be no more resistance, and the First Order would would reign supreme. I I think it made sense. But he's for, so powerful. For, Why is he not there? He's so powerful that he fought Kylo Ren from across the galaxy. He he made him himself yeah but kylo here there he couldn't kill him it's it's you, you can't no matter what you kylo does he's not going to kill him so but, there is but luke i think luke knew here's the th- think luke knew he was he was using so much power to go there and to fight and he was actually fighting there was he was able to take on certain levels of physical form or it, through the force i mean he was able to create a physical set of uh, uh, dice to hand to, to Leia that eventually disappeared. He was able to create a dense enough force apparition that he could actually strike um, lightsabers uh, and, with... And be seen by regular people and seen yes. by C-3PO. Yeah, I think that just showed how powerful he truly was is by and, projecting himself like that. And C-3PO wasn't I mean, as far as we know, we wasn't able to detect that he wasn't actually there. He was like, 
Master Luke, where are you? I am not detecting a body temperature heat index. <laughs> so I, 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 I think I think I think he used so much of himself and so much energy that that he knew that that would be his his last his last act. But the 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 two things, the two clues before the reveal that he wasn't actually physically there was. <clears throat> That A, he was using Anakin's or his original lightsaber, which was just destroyed ten minutes earlier. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. He wasn't using his I don't I don't know what happened to his green lightsaber. They they never explained that. But he was he was using he was using one more the unanswered Skywalker. thing in this movie. <laughs> and uh and when you, you you notice that when when they walk on the salt on the minerals, it causes the red to form. When he moved his foot back there were when wherever he was walking, he was not leaving red imprints. I gotta look at that when I see it again. Okay. Plus, plus, there's other clues. He was younger, his hair was darker and shorter, and he was also wearing the clothes, the outfit that he in the flashback scene with Kylo. Okay. Um, that's the outfit that he. That's who he was. He was that look when he. So like when he first, uh, when he, uh, when he the last time he saw Kylo, you know that night when. He was standing over him with the lightsaber. That's the look that he Those used. Those scenes were cool because I think Tim Tim actually made sense of this for me. Like from a, from a certain point of view, they both told their stories, but one looked evil, one looked, and one didn't. And that that was a cool a cool twist to the yeah. the story. Yes. What I uh, oh I'm sorry, go on, Donald. No, I, I think the the one question I had that I didn't understand with that whole part was in the Force Awakens. I was I had the impression that that Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren destroyed the Jedi Temple, you know, because there's that flashback with the Knights of Ren and they're all standing over all those bodies. Yeah, that I assume for his students. So it looked to me like in the trailer that Luke stood over him, had the lightsaber lit, and then there was that big battle. Where's the Knights of Ren? I heard something like that. There might be Episode Nine. Like, there's going to be a big. I heard this is going to take. So much, so many more years than what this one is. It's going to go ahead in the future, and it's going to tell you what happened to all that shit. That's what I heard—a rumor. Yeah, I mean this this story and Force Awakens are literally back to back. This could be just one long four five hour movie. It's, it's one long Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, oh shit, what was it? Oh, with with Luke before before I real before the reveal that he wasn't actually there. And he came in and his hair was dyed. He was, you know, all that sort of stuff. I was like, look at this motherfucker going and get a haircut. That's what everything. I thought. When everybody is dying and all this shit, and he could have got here an hour earlier. He went to fucking super and cuts and got a haircut. <laughs> he went to great clips. And, 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 <laughs> and that, I mean, honestly, uh, that, that was what, what was popping in my head. Like, this motherfucker. Uh, and then yeah, and then he he presents himself in an, an idealized version of himself. The, I had the way chills though when I saw Kylo him walking, remember. you know, through and, and he went out there. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking great. I, I was I'll, so excited. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I loved. And again, this is this this movie was more stylized than any other movie since since Empire Strikes Back. There was it, it, this movie was very very Japanese in the way, especially in the way that the two main, uh, ha- uh main, uh, fights were, were shot in, in the, in Snoke's lair. And here very like 
Japanese samurai movie. It was so awesome. And and there were actually times where I thought that these were going to end Lord of the Rings Hobbit style, like right. Like I, I thought, I thought when when Luke was standing there in front of the damn Adats, I thought the movie was going to and the and then we were going to come right back to it in the next movie. I thought the movie was going to stop mid action. Um, I, I think there, it would have been better if it did because the ending with the kid and the and the broom sweeping and it ends. I was like, that, that's a horrible ending for a Star Wars movie. Well, I, mm. uh, that that I thought was cool because it shows that there are others out there. There are still other force users out there. And and this this kid may or may not be part of the next the next generation of uh whatever if 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 we go with Jedi or whatever the new generation of force users. The Sith is gone. There are no Sith. They've uh, Snoke was not a Sith. Kylo Ren is not a Sith. So whatever Kylo Ren is, the Knights of Ren, the, if he's a you know a Renfield, and uh, and so whatever the, the 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 light side force users are. So this this kid, well, I probably you probably won't see this particular kid going forward, but this kid just shows that there are a lots of force users on all levels of society, all levels of the universe out there, and this kid is out there, and he's he's using but- his power to pick up a broom. I think that takes away from me, though, everything you've learned about the Force and how you get it, and it's just out the window. All that's one big fucking lie. You, you could be, you could be text from from the Q Mart. Yeah, and, and you could have. Well, no, that, that's no, but 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 that's that's. I think I think that that brings it back to how how it should be. It 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 brings it back to a more random, more. Um, uh, 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 mythological way of thinking about it. And I've always said this. I thought the midichlorians worked for the prequels, and I thought the midichlorians worked for. I'm sorry, Donald, if 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 I'm <laughs> if I'm stealing any thunder from you. Uh, no. The, the midichlorians worked because the Jedi had been around for so long, and when an institution is around for so long, they have all these rules, regulations, scales, and measures, and you and everything becomes so goddamn fucking rigid, and that's why they fell apart because they were too busy looking at the rules and that they weren't paying attention to the the, the fucking world around them, and then. And when it all fell apart, that's when Yoda was like saying, you know, the force surrounds. He wasn't talking about you have these little things inside your blood because that doesn't matter. They, they were they were they were registering if you're going to be a Jedi based on the number of of uh, of parasites in your body. Where now we're and 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 they were and they they were constantly thinking it was hereditary. They kept asking, well, who's who's Anakin's father? And you know, and and every, and that and people were thinking the same thing. Who's raised parents? They have to be Jedi. This basically has has shit on that, torn it all out, saying, "Listen, it's not about heredity. It's not about. It's not a planned thing. It, it this this sort of miracle, we'll call it, can happen anywhere to anyone, and and that's why raised parents aren't important because they they are nobodies. They're they're drunken uh, junkers who, according to Kylo Ren, are dead in a pauper's grave on Jakku, and here is their daughter, a nobody." Who has now just become the most powerful uh, light side being in the universe, completely randomly, and who knows how many midichlorians are in her body, and who gives a fuck? See, I don't um, like any of that. Everything you said to me, I just don't like. So it. you 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 want her to be Plu Koon's daughter? Well, I don't know about you Plu don't, you, don't, you, a, don't maybe... think you don't think it's 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 more special that 
that the light side decided that's, to that's convert cheating. around her. For me, it's that's just not, cheating. That's not cheating. Yeah, it is. Anyone is, can have what's, it. What's cheating is having is 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 taking two. Donald, uh, really help powerful, us, Donald, help us. <laughs> okay. What's, what's cheating is taking a really powerful female Jedi and a really powerful male Jedi and forcing them to but fuck it, to it, create it, a gigantic whatever Jedi. It takes that, away the the whole background of a Jedi. Well, well, hold on. Okay, so Donald, can, help like, me. Tell him he's wrong. I, Donald, help I, me. I, no, I have two points. Okay. Okay. During the time of when the Jedi were strong, they would seek out children who were uh, strong in the Force and take them to the temple and train them. And it and it didn't have to be from you know the Jedi weren't allowed to form attachments and have relationships and have children, so the Force would show up wherever it showed up. You look at. Uh, rebels, right? And Ezra Bridger, are his parents force sensitive? I mean, we've never heard of any of them. They were just people who had an underground radio thing to talk shit about the Empire. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, okay. uh, I think my issue is I have no problem with with people being born and having the Force. My issue was now if you look at the Phantom Menace, so you have Anakin Skywalker who was at his age nine years old had the highest midichlorian count, even more than Yoda. So he's super strong with the Force, but he never did any of that shit. He never, he wasn't cleaning Watto's junk, junk shop, and he's like, oh, hey, there's a spring on the ground, and pick it up with the, with his, with the Force. He yes. didn't, everything to him was instinctive. So when he was piloting his pod racer, he wasn't using the Force. It was just happening. The right. Force was using him. Right. So I kind of had a little bit of an umbrage with that boy at the end, who has never been trained to use the force, mm-hmm. using the force to move a broom. That, yep. to me, I had an issue with. Thank you. But, but Ray <laughs> having the force, I have no problem with. At Neither, because she's hot as hell. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> one, thing, one thing I thought was funny is in the um, – and this was something I noticed today when I went to Target um, – <laughs> uh, when, when Ray is talks – when uh, Luke asks her, like – what is the force? He says, well, it's a, it's a power that all Jedi have and has to do with lifting rocks. And he said, everything, uh, everything you just said is wrong. And when I went to target, there's a display of Ray there looking at you and all around her are floating rocks. <laughs> <laughs> is that like, the well, one where you, where you can put your hand on and the lightsaber glows up? Yeah. 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 That's okay. the one. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, anything else? About- oh, uh, now, 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 Donald. Let me ask you this. Sure. If I was to dress up as DJ, what, what, uh, what organization? What organization would I have to uh, join with? You know, that's a good question because so, uh, Jin Erso from Rogue One is a hero, um, but you can't be her when she's dressed up as an Imperial officer. Or you can't be Cassian when he's dressed up as an Imperial officer. Hmm. Um, I would assume, because, you know, the Rebel Legion and the 501st both share certain costumes, like Jawas and Sand People. They're not uh, aligned with anything. They're not good. They're not bad. They just they just do things w- within their society, right? Jawas are traitors. Sand People are... Uh, easily frightened and come back in greater numbers. <laughs> I think DJ would probably be one of those things more than likely, you know, depending on 
what costume he's in. Let's say he's in his costume that he was in when he was on Canto Bite. He would probably be uh, a fringe person or maybe a rebel supporter because at that moment in time, we didn't know that he was going to turn on them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think I think DJ will probably, if someone decides that they want to make the costume, will probably end up being like a fringe or a rebel supporter. Um, but that's a good question. I um, I believe that we're going to see him come back. He is the Lando of this movie, uh, but he ha- he doesn't have he he hasn't had a chance to redeem himself yet. And whether or not he redeems himself in the next one, we don't know if he shows up. But I think he's the Lando, and I, I have a feeling we haven't seen the end of him in the films. And I, 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 a lot of people didn't like him. They didn't like his stuttering. They didn't like the his slurpiness and all that. Um, but I thought he was really. I think he's a really cool, interesting character. His his stuttering for me was like one of the like cool little character little yeah things he had going on. It was and, different. Yeah, it was different. I liked. It. I thought he kind of. I, I kind of thought like he was like Johnny Depp. How they do those really weird characters with with really quirky personalities I, that kind of reminded me of like a johnny depp performance mm-hmm. yeah i thought he was cool um uh, there were a lot of people that were like that asked the question how how did dj when did he have time to alert the was the, he a bad uh, guy the whole time or he just said fuck it, i'm gonna try to do what i can do to get out of here i think he's just an opportunist okay. i think he he's basically like lando or han solo without a conscience you know what i mean right with right. um but about the the scene i'm talking about is uh there were there were people saying when did he have the time to tell the the uh the the first order that they were there and i'm like he didn't he didn't tell the first order they were there bb9 spotted them and alerted the command and they were the ones that came out. He didn't. He didn't make the deal until after they were caught. Right. He and he so he, he only didn't, he told didn't, them that the ships were escaping. That's all he told them. Yeah. But I, I love that. I love that. I love that line. It's like, but without me stuttering, I'll I'll say is like, we were caught. I cut a deal. And, like, and then and then he says, today they blow you up, tomorrow you blow them up. And I I I I just I, I just loved his his. His uh, his way of speaking, his philosophy on that. I thought I thought he was he's he was really my favorite character uh, from this movie. I read a thing today and all that. The in, the in this movie they had that track they um they could track you going through hyperspace. That in um, Rogue One it was mentioned in Rogue One that they had. Yes, I, I just read that article. Myself. Yes, when they were looking for the plans, one of the things that that it went that they paged through or something was was the was the. Tracker when you go through hyperspace, like they were making it fucking way back when, you know. That was cool, a cool little connection. Mm-hmm. Also, did you did you hear about the you know that the, there's always those famous lines that has to be in every movie. I heard this, I, and then I, this I this bothered me too because it was. I loved, the, it. I loved hearing that. That was cool because it was BB-8. Yeah, that's stupid. I don't know what he's saying. I want to hear someone say it. I want them to look at the camera and say, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bad feeling about Does this. Does BB BB eight says I have a bad feeling about? It. Is that is that yeah. the beginning of the movie? Is it yeah, happy beats? So, yeah, yeah. So in the beginning, when they're flying towards that the dreadnought, he's that when BB eight beeps, he's saying I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, I thought that I heard the Wilhelm scream. I didn't at hear the it. beginning of the Luke and Kylo fight, but I'm not sure if that's if that's what I'm actually hearing. 
it would be it's it's weird that that would that the Wilhelm scream would be there, but it sounds like it right as they're about to start the fight uh, in terms of the lightsabers hitting. It sounds like the Wilhelm scream. I, I um, read everywhere that it's not in it. I, everywhere is saying like, where's the scream and bad feeling. I didn't this. hear it. Yeah. Okay, so then, then yeah, because I I, I I I was paying attention the last two times, and I hear something that sounds similar to it, but it, it's it. I don't know. It's not. I think the movie would have made more money if we would have heard someone say, <laughs> "I've got a bad feeling about this." Uh, I, I think it made enough money. I don't <laughs> think they're, they're concerned about it being a bomb. <laughs> True. Uh, well, I think I think they should be concerned about the movie coming out next year. Uh, honestly, Han Solo. Oh God. That I don't. Be... You know what? I don't know. You know. When they first were doing Rogue One and there was all these problems that we heard about, you know, with the directors and the script and they were rewriting it and doing reshoots. And Rogue One is like one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I I love Rogue One. I do. I love Rogue One. Uh, I like this one. uh, Probably about on the same level as Rogue One, I would say. Well, all right. Well, I think we. T- why don't we? S- let's go around. How many popcorns for Star Wars: The Last Jedi? Let's let's save let's save Tim for last. I I'll go first because my mine might be the lowest. Zero. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> it's I was going to give it right in the middle, but I want to go down a notch. I'm giving it three and what's it and a quarter because it's it's just something I'm, I was just disappointed. Maybe after Friday, I see it again. Maybe maybe I like a little bit more, but for me, uh, I didn't feel like a Star Wars movie when I left. I felt I like feel, bummed. I, I feel like after you see it a second and your third time, I, I I truly I truly think you were going to appreciate it a bit more. I think that once you see it and you're able to get past the flash and constantly thinking what's happening next, what's happening, I think when when you're able to actually absorb it, I think you were going to this well, movie more. I know you don't rank you don't like to rank these, Tim. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I. I refuse to rank all of the movies. Uh, like like, what one out of nine now or whatever it is. Right. Uh, it's, I, it's, I refuse to do it. It's it's better than than clones. It might be better than Phantom Menace, like a little bit. I love Sith a lot because I guess because he, he turns you evil. It's nowhere near as good as things as pre as yeah as the um originals and Force Awakens. So it's I'm not ranking it, but that's how I feel. It, it's down towards the end more than up top. Well, I will, hold on. I'm I'm kind of confused. So you gave it a three and a quarter. Yeah. But when you said what was your one word response to it, and it was disappointed. How does disappointed get a three and a quarter? I can't give it less than than a, than, than a three or a two. <laughs> I think I think what he's saying is for him, Star Wars should always be. Fours and fives. Okay. And, like, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was disappointed that it didn't rate that high up. Yeah. For it should him. be like four and a half or five for me is what I was really hoping for. Okay. I, I can't give it to because that's just mean. <laughs> <laughs> it would hurt John Boyega's feelings. John Boyega was like, I'm a big deal. He's a big ass. Um, <laughs> how about you? All right, Donald, you, you go now. How many popcorns were last Yeah. Year? I mean, I'm close to that. Like I said, I didn't hate it and i think that's you know a lot of people on if you look on social media there's this divided line you either loved it or you hate it and yeah i didn't either i didn't love it i didn't hate it I'm with i you. enjoyed i enjoyed a lot of it there's certain things that i just i didn't enjoy 
but I enjoyed it a lot. And I, like I said, I think it's a far better movie than The Force Awakens. Um, I love The Force Awakens too. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I guess if if you're disappointed in giving it a three and a quarter, I'll give it a three and a half. Okay. I, three and I, a half. I like this. Okay. All right, Tim, what's your dumbass rate? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I, I, I honestly, I, I, I think this movie is is fantastic with with a, a few with a few exceptions of some of the scenes, such as Leia fl- flying through the air. Ugh. Um, um, I didn't. I can't. I can't think of a joke in the movie where I was like, oh, there wasn't anything like that. They, there, there, there were a few little things here, there. Maybe, maybe the drunk casino guy. Um, that 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 might have been the the other thing that i was like kind of like eh. which one the the one that that kept putting the coins into bb8 the okay, little guy. So okay the little leprechaun guy yeah that was uh, by the way little uh funny thing that was mark hamill voice that okay so that's who that's who okay. uh, dabuske is okay. yeah dobby or yeah Dab- dabuske and then I, yeah. and I heard just joseph gordon levitt is is also in as uh, a boy somewhere he something, like yeah. slow and low or something like that i think he's the one who who snitches on them saying that they they parked on the beach and they weren't supposed to uh that alien creature i think that was joseph gordon levitt i could be wrong on that one um but i mean honestly this i i this this movie i gotta give it i'll say i'll say four and three quarter that's almost, almost a, five. a five. That's almost a five. See, that's where I wanted to, to put to rank mine at, but I just uh, I can't. I can't, Tim. Because I, I think I think this this uh, this movie it merits multiple viewings. I think I think it actually, I think it actually uh, begs for it. Like I think I think to, for for you to absorb it, like like all the Star Wars movies, you you kind of have to watch them multiple times in order to really. I have it to absorb. I, I don't think I should be forced to keep on seeing the movie and go. I like it more and more each time I see it. No, I shouldn't be forced. Well, there's to do there's that. layers to it. There's layers to the movie. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to think of another another example of a of a movie that with with that many layers. Um, I, um, super Superman the movie. I think I think is is another good it's a good example where when you watch it, you you, you always pick little things out of it. Never. Or, uh, man, <laughs> Yeah, like I, th- I think the Superman movies and the and the 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 Dark Knight movies all have have little things in there that you could pick out each time you see them. Uh, especially the Dark Knight. I'll say the Dark Knight movies. Those are more modern. Those are those are definitely more layered. Um, like every time you watch um, the Dark Knight, you can you can pick out something new that you didn't really notice that uh, the Joker does or says uh, that that you sort of overlooked the first few times you saw it. Um, I, I do. I, I, th- I think I think this 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 movie really will age well. I I I think that once all the dust settles, um, I think people will not be as harsh with it. I mean, there there are people that are that are that are talking about this like it's the like like it's the Attack of the Clones. Yeah, and some people were so just I, I, smashing I, it in, in reading in reading the stuff that I've been reading more recently. Uh, there are people that are, that are throwing it there, and I'm like, I'm like, you, you fucking people don't know movies. Um, I was reading a bunch from on on IMDb, like all the ratings, man. Like people give it at ones and everything, and, and and what they write, I'm like, holy shit. And a lot of them I agree with, like like Marcus, he had like twelve think, or ten reasons why it was bad, and I was like, I agree with all these. 
I think I think uh, it has to do with expectations. I think with a movie like this, the expectations are so high uh, for 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 what for whatever. And everybody has different expectations. Everybody was like, "Well, in this movie, so we're going to finally find out that Snoke is Mace Windu," or in this movie, Ray's parents, we're going to find out are uh, it, uh, Plo Koon and uh, and Jabba the Hutt. You know, and then that, and that'll make. I want to see those two fucking. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, but it's, but it's like that. Everybody, everybody went in there. It's everybody went in there with this preconceived notion of what they wanted to see, and when, and when they when they threw everything, when they turned it on its head and said, "Okay, well, we're we're taking all those expectations and tossing them out the window, and we're presenting the movie as we feel it should be." So. Like the whole who is Snoke and who is Ray's parents, those are things that that weren't that weren't being put put out there by Lucasfilm general. Those are all things fan blogs and all that kind of stuff. That was all fan oriented. That was not that was not uh, studio fed. Right. So I, I think I think there are people that are getting their source for for what they for what their expectations were a little mixed up. Um. So, but again. It's just, it's. I mean, while we love Star Wars, it's just a fucking movie. Uh, I, I think, I think, and as I said, I think a lot of people that when they when they see it and they sit with it and they let it absorb, I think it will settle with them a lot better. I want and, you to and, be, and I, and, I, and I and I feel I feel that Chris will, in time, will appreciate this movie more than he appreciated appreciate that if I can speak appreciates it at this moment at. 10:48 p.m. on um, the 18th of December 2017. I want you to go to the next celebration and go on stage and say, "Hey, everybody! Star Wars is just a fucking movie." <laughs> <laughs> just to see, I, 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 see I, the would, crowd. I would be, I, I would be the Rick Oley of the uh, of of the convention. He's stating the obvious. That man, it is a movie. I'm just let down. It's, I'm just disappointed. Maybe I had my my things too high, but I just. I want well, more. Uh, there was no Harrison Ford in this for you. I know in the last one you're like Harrison Ford. Well, I, I cried and, a lot. And more. there was no Harrison Ford. Like, like it would have been great if there was like a Harrison Ford ghost. Like, oh, <laughs> laugh it up, fuzzball. Oh. <laughs> it was. I just wanted to see like a little framed photo of Han on the Falcon. That's all I wanted to see. <laughs> it's just it's a framed photo which just says I love you, <laughs> and then one that says I know, and and then the movie would have been great, you know. Are they? Are they just? Are they? They took Han and they they put him on the uh, the his whole body and put it up like a trophy, like the like the singing fish. And you press a button, laugh it up, fuzzball, laugh, the, laugh, laugh, laugh. And the it, head turns, up, fuzzball. The head Take turns me to the river. Yeah. Hello, Something my baby. Like Hello, my honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. That's a wrap. That's our review <laughs> of Last Jedi. So, what's uh, Donna? Is there are there any movies coming up that you're looking forward to? You know, I don't know. It's been so hectic lately with the holidays and everything. Um, I don't even know what's coming out. What, 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 no, no, I'm not going to see that one. Ah, I've heard good things. I've heard good one. things. I've, I've, I haven't seen the original, so. I, I think I have a feeling you don't need to see the original. No. What about The Greatest Showman with Hugh no, Jackman? I, yeah, no, I'm not a fan of that either. Oh, um, Avengers. Avengers, that looks okay. really good. Okay. Kayla's dying to see the the, the Hugh Jackman one because she loves um, Zach Efron, so she's she's dying to see that. All right. Did you see Coco? 
I did. And? Loved, loved it. It was amazing. That was really, yes, that was. A- I loved it. And you know what? Fuck everybody up the ass. I loved the fucking Frozen short, too. So yeah. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Did you, you know, see I- Justice League? I did. It, it was okay. I, it was like a two. <laughs> did you see Daddy's Home 2? <laughs> I haven't seen Daddy's Home 1 yet. I'm still. Uh- I will, I will watch it. I will watch it. It's still on Hulu. Okay, have you guys seen Wolf Cop, Chris? No, but I saw what's on there. I saw what's yeah. on Hulu. I watch. Uh, I'm going to watch that tomorrow night. It's on I'm Hulu. Watch yeah. Wolf Cop because it's awesome. Yeah, Dad. And by the way, Daddy's Home is on Hulu. I yes, think, it is. I, I saw it on so there. You watch the original Daddy's Home. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. I'll watch it for you guys. I'll watch it. But but I, I am I am going to watch Wolf Cop uh, this week. And uh, so we can talk. Well, Chris and I will talk about Wolf Cop. Chris, you're gonna watch it. You're gonna watch it before the next. I, I want to. Is it is it nasty? Is it like rated R for like a reason? Oh yeah, it's rated R. Yeah, it's like sex and shit, or or just just violence. There, there is some sex and there is some violence. Yes. Okay. Because I don't know if have Luke watch. He's 13. Is it like hardcore sex? <laughs> no, no. Between <laughs> Wolf Cop. I, I think I think Luke will probably be able to handle it. Okay, with with you as his dad. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching, uh, well, Unforgettable. Um, me and Caitlin, and he came upstairs like right in a, an hour into it or whatever. It was right at the moment where uh, the girl gets the guy in the bathroom, pulls his pants down, starts starts blowing. And they don't show anything. She's down there. He's like, oh, he's like, you know, moaning. And, and you're watching this with your daughter. <laughs> yeah. I know, but I don't bring it. I don't even. I just watch it. I'm like, oh, this is inappropriate. She's like, yeah. Like, we don't feel weird around each other. You know, I don't feel like I did when I was a kid. I mean, my parents were there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I think he can probably watch Wolf Cop. It's it's pretty campy, so. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's nothing serious. Watch Wolf Cop, and there's another one, Samurai Cop. Samurai Cop. Okay, so really quick then. So Samurai <laughs> Cop is really horrible too. But Samurai Cop 2, which happens like 20, 30 years after the first one, has Tommy Wiseau in it as a okay. Japanese uh has oh like a Yakuza God. a Yakuza boss. And it's his his performance is so bad. It's so in awesome. a way, James yeah. Franco is going to remake that movie now. Yeah, <laughs> they need to do a Samurai Cop remake. Yeah, <laughs> Samurai Cop is, is really bad, but you have to watch it. It's. it's what was, as, I'm trying to think of what that other what that other movie was. The one that Kim Coates was in. Oh damn it! What was that movie? Like uh, Officer Down. Have you seen that? I have not. Oh, you got to see Officer Down. It's on okay. Netflix. Chris, you haven't watched this yet, have you? No. Son no. of a bitch. You, uh, with, uh, how about this? <laughs> In the next week, we'll watch Wolf Cop, Samurai Cop, and Officer Down. These are three, watching those three shits in a week? completely crazy cop movies. Officer Down, he's, he's, he's like RoboCop, kind of. <laughs> and it's so goddamn awesome. I will get around to him one day too. <laughs> You're never gonna <laughs> Wolf Cop. You gotta watch Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop we'll is on top Cop. of my list. That that yeah. one I want to see. Because I, you know, if I see Wolf Cop, because it was it was made in like the late '80s. If I see Wolf Cop two, I have to understand what happened in Wolf Cop one. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, yeah, you have to watch Wolf Cop before you watch two. So okay. So we'll watch we'll watch Wolf Cop, but uh, Chris, you've you've, you've got to see Officer Down. Okay. 
I'll watch you guys it. watch you guys watch Wolf Cop, I'll watch Daddy's Home. Oh Okay. All right. How about how about Officer Down? <laughs> you said it's on Netflix? Uh, Officer Down is on Netflix, yes. I'll I'll check it out. Um You'll love it. Donald, is there anything you wanna you wanna plug, promote, whatever you wanna say out there to the world? Now, now that I share, you know, I think everyone should definitely check out Neozaz's website. Check them out on Facebook. They got a lot of awesome shows. Uh, check out the Revolution, the Five Hundred First Mandalorian Mercs, uh, R Two Builders. They're all great communities. Uh, if you do want to get a hold of me, uh, I'm on Twitter as uh, Ren the De- Ren the Jedi W R E N, and I'm also Real Jack Porkins, and that one's kind of like a funny uh, Twitter where I just do like really nonsensical, stupid shit. Um. Yeah, that's about it. And I, I want to say this: you look amazing with your new haircut. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you 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 look like you look like a totally different person, and you and you just you look you look like a handsome young man now. Thank you. Thank you. You'll definitely uh, get a, get a little payment for that later. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I said it? No. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, well, I guess I'll ask the um, both of you. Um, hey, Donald and Tim. Yes, Chris. Yes. Would you pass the popcorn? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> one of them sounded like I, if I have to, and one was like, yeah. Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. The Popcorn is a Neozaz.com production and part of the Neozaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit Neozaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.